The loveliest room. He thought that he had the most beautiful room in the world. As the paint chips peeled off the yellow walls, he thought about what color the room had been when it originally had been painted. The obvious answer was white. Every room is painted white. But the way the paint peeled with specks of blue and green in it, he couldn't quite blame the dirt for such elegant colors. The brown was from dirt, the white from the plaster, where the paint had flaked to the ground, and the yellow from the sun paling the whole room. But indistinguishable behind the faded face lay the most wonderful mural that a young artist had spent his nights repainting to practice his art until he was evicted for spending his rent money on paint. Or so he liked to think of the wall. The sofa was his pride and joy. He had rescued it out of the trash and the stains only ran across it like rain on a car window because he had been too slow to reach the curb in time. He knew the girl all too well and couldn't stand to see her sofa tossed aside like the piece of junk it was. It had been her grandparents before she moved off to get her own place, and the yellow fabric could hardly be seen against the pale yellow fading of the sun. He had planned to arrive early in the morning, but the snow had been horrible the night before and the streets were impassable. His friend was also late with the car, and one thing led to another, and instead of taking the sofa that he had made out on so many times from the noble position of the curb, he had followed the beat-up sofa to the dump. It only had a little bit of frame damage from the ride, and if you sat on it gingerly, then it was just as comfortable as before. That was the problem with the relics from the past. They always required such careful handling. But a place to sit was better than the floor. After all, it was his pride and joy. The mattress was a place where he could sleep like a rock. Among the rocks that he had used to replace the springs, one sleeping in such a position was hardly out of the ordinary. He had received it from a most generous friend who had found enough money to buy a mattress off a different friend of his, but he was most grateful. He was the type of friend that may not be seen for over six months, but every time that they ran into each other, both left with such a smile and remarks to the other's nobility that the meetings were held in regard for such a long time. As many nights at the bar, or dinners at a restaurant, or adventures at a park, or movies or sporting games watched, these two had a way of making the unimpressive event, a cheap night that cost less than $5, stand out in the majesty of a consumerist world. So that's why he didn't mind the mattress. It was a permanent reminder of a temporary feeling. 
and he longed for the recreation of the distant past. His clothes, what few of them he owned, lay neatly within a chest that mocked that gold lay within. One can hardly get very far without a few nice pairs of clothes, and he had earned most of his shirts through charity service, and most of his shorts through donations and thievery. His socks he did have to buy, which was unfortunate, but a man can always use a nice pair of clean and fresh socks. Now that he was old, he didn't wear underwear, so that was one less article to worry about. He was never exactly sure about the history of the chest. Maybe it had been a pirate long ago, and he had been the only descendant and inherited it from his treasured past. Maybe he had stolen it in one of his many epic adventures which ended with him having a large amount of gold in one hand and a score full of women in another. But he was sure that maybe he had received it from a former employer or a shopkeeper whom was getting rid of it in a remodel and would be glad for it to go to a proper use. All of these stories seemed equally possible, and in reality, they were all an entirely accurate description of how his cloth, closed chest came into his possession. This left the lamp that shone like an orb in the room as the only article left to describe. It was a rather insignificant lamp. It was merely a pole with a light bulb on top of it that he had picked up from a store for a dollar because it was supposed to have more of a design to it. But finding a light bulb was much worse and he lived in constant fear that this one would burn out and so he spent every night in total darkness for fear to use his lamp because it would drain the precious power of light. It was no use explaining to him that light bulbs work on a time frame where they work for a specific number of months after which it is time for a new light bulb regardless of whether or not the original has gone out. He was perfectly convinced that if he never ever used his light bulb, it would last for a little while at least. The man, sitting on his faded yellow sofa, was very convinced with the beauty of his apartment, and declared to himself that surely I have the loveliest room in the world. It was very true that it was large enough room to give him plenty of space to call his own. His contentment with hiding his beauty behind a sun-faded, paint-peeling wall made him very happy. That he did not have to face all of the lovely components of his heart that made life so enjoyably lovely, but which cost such a high price. Just look at the artist, he commented. He completed his mural, but lost such a lovely room. The sofa began to give under his weight, and he shifted his position to help hold up the fragile structure. 
He had worked so hard to keep the remembrance of his old life together that they had become useless, threadbare, and faded cloth attached to broken wood that resembled an oddly useful function, which seemed only possible in theory due to the broken reality of the object. His friends, he would always enjoy seeing every six months, but one has to have an awfully large amount of friends to be occupied when one can only talk to a friend every 183 days. With relationships, he'd become a lovely polished rock that slept away any discomfort in the bed that he created. He had one treasure, and that he wore every single day. He had once had another treasure, particularly the girl whom he had rescued his sofa from, but she had since passed away, as did the letters she sent right before she died. The other treasures were never enough to clearly polish this diamond in the rough, and he had resorted to keeping no other treasures that, than what he had neatly folded away within his room. The light of his face had once shone so lovely to all who encountered this young man, but he had since learned to keep his light and happiness for only those who would respect giving it so he rarely even smiled to the most kind-hearted of gentlemen. But no matter where he was emotionally, he let out a beaming smile looking around at his glorious apartment that all was too much his. It was the loveliest sight in the world. His face teared up a little bit in thoughts of joy just looking around at the loveliest room in the world. <laughs>